I'm Taylor. I'm Kat. And welcome back to Square Mile of Murder for another Halloween bonus episode. You know the drill. It's it's Halloween. We're telling kind of weird, creepy, spooky stories. Some are crime related, some are maybe not. It's just, you know, it's just what we're doing. So uh it's my turn today. Yay. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you the mysterious tale of the ghost ship Mary Celeste. So let's go. Do you know about this one? I do. Okay. Um, not in great detail. Okay. Well, that's yeah, good because I, 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 I haven't written it in great detail. <laughs> but yeah, I, I know a bit. Okay. So I hadn't, I hadn't really heard of this before. I'm like, maybe in, I've heard the name in passing, but like, so. It's, I mean, the Marie Celeste is a very sort of common reference, I think, of our parents' generation, more uh-huh. than ours, for like any place that's kind of dead or empty as though it's like the Marie Celeste. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But that's, that's sort of the, I, I know the basic story, but that's kind of why i know it is yeah. that it's always been sort of a, a reference like you say of our parents generation yeah no that's interesting that makes a lot of sense and if you don't know the story uh that'll make more sense at the end <laughs> here it goes here we go right so uh so on december 5th 1872 the british ship de gratia was sailing through some rough weather in the atlantic ocean you know as 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 happens there from time to time or so i'm told and when they reached the area around the azores islands about a thousand miles off the coast of portugal they caught sight of something strange they saw a ship about six miles out making erratic unsteady movements which you know as far as boats go not really the kind of movements you want to be making. I mean, unless you're on a jet ski. Yeah, that's that's more unsteady, I suppose. But then, then I'm down for you know erratic, unsteady, unsafe, <laughs> but not like a thousand miles out into the Atlantic. Not yeah, not a thousand miles out anywhere. Um, so the uh, De Gratia's captain, Captain Morehouse, was his name. Uh, suspected that something was wrong based on the very strange way the ship was moving, which, fair enough, I'd say. Uh, As they sailed closer, Morehouse noticed that nobody was visible on the ship's deck, and he received no response to signals sent out to the other vessel. I want to know what signals they sent out in those days. I know! 18... was that 72 like yeah i don't know there had to be something like a they just like fire a cannon at them or something like maybe some smoke signals yeah but can you fire a cannon in a friendly way (laughs) like maybe like paint a little smiley face on it it's like this is our friend cannonball guys it's coming like like maybe it's a paintball yeah yeah it just goes hello Okay, we graffitied your ship, but we just wanted to make sure you were okay. Yeah. Or, like, you just get, like, everyone in the crew on the deck 
and you all like yell in unison together across the water like hey guys you okay <laughs> and then see if they respond i don't know what do they do on pirates of the caribbean uh wait they shoot cannons at each other never mind uh yeah see see there you go yeah so whatever signals they sent <laughs> nobody responded um so more determined than before that something was wrong, Morehouse sent some of his crew to head over in a smaller boat to investigate. The crew saw that the ship was called Mary Celeste, based on the name painted on her stern, as you will find with most sea vessels. Uh, and, and freshwater vessels, I suppose. And even some people. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well done. I mean, there aren't many people have their own name ta yeah, tattooed well, above like, their ass crack, but they uh, they do exist. Just in case you forget. I, I am always amused when I see people who have their own name tattooed on them, like, why? Why? Like, that, like was, that was a drunken mistake somewhere along the line in their life. Like, I, I get tattooing... Loved ones' names, mum, dad, your traditional sailor tattoos. But why do people get their own fucking name tattooed on themselves? Like, like it's a choice, you know? It's not. It's stupid. I didn't say it was a smart choice. I didn't say it was a dumb choice. It's a choice that people have made. And we're not silently judging you at all. No, we're very verbally judging. Yeah, exactly. That's out loud. <laughs> um, but also, well, we have questions. Is basically yeah. the upshot of this this whole conversation. It was called Mary Celeste. That was her tattoo. Uh, and Trump stamp. Yes, that was her tramp stamp. I almost said it, but I I didn't. So that's good that no. you did. Uh, so when they climbed aboard, they found the ship completely deserted which is not really what you want for uh, a vessel on the ocean i i'd reckon and the sails were partially up but much of their rigging was damaged and loose ropes hung everywhere by the way y'all i don't know nothing about no boats so like i'm gonna say a lot of boat words and i don't really know what a lot of them mean <laughs> So <laughs> oh, it's all right. I know what you mean. I know, I know about small watercraft. I can tell you mm. about a kayak, a canoe, a I don't know, maybe like a paddleboard, and like up to like a small inboard or outboard motor. You get to sailboats, and I'm whew, way over my head. So just saying words here. Okay. Um, don't know much about big ships, but loose ropes and broken sails seems like it's probably bad. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. No, certainly, yeah, certainly doesn't sound right, especially if they're like, wow, this is weird. So I trust their especially judgment. Especially if there's been, st if it was stormy yeah. weather as well. Yeah, you'd put so, the sails down, right? Yeah, or you just have like a small sail so that you go in the general direction mm -hmm. you want to go in. Hopefully, <laughs> you know, help help guide where the ships go in. Yeah, 
that, um, so that would make sense. But generally, no. But generally, you'd take your sails down. Yeah. So there you go. Um, now, the Mary Celeste's main hatch was locked, but two other hatches were open. Apparently, from what I could gather, the front and the back one, basically. Mm. Um, and the ship's only lifeboat was missing. Which is suspicious. Mm. Also, there was three and a half feet of water in the ship's hold. Which, according to Wikipedia, is, and I quote, a significant but not alarming amount of water for a ship of this size. To which I would like to say, I want my big boat to have no significant amounts of water in its hold, please. All boats get water in the hold. Just... You on, like, modern boats have what's called a bilge pump. Yes, yeah. So once there's enough water to trigger the pump, it will just pump the water out automatically. But they're all going to get some kind of water in, especially if you're out at, like, high sea. But, like, three and a half feet is, like, most of me. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't think I'd ever have to say this sentence. You are a lot smaller than the Marie Celeste. I mean, yes. But, like, uh, just seems bad, is what I'm saying. But I just, but I just like the, the, the concept of, like, it can be both a significant amount but not an alarming amount because they're yeah it, it's a lot but it's not it's not at a point where you would abandon ship yeah okay fair which it's not alarming enough that you would take your lifeboat and and leave and abandon which will will become important in a minute mm. um and yes and apparently there was a broken pump in the hold so it seemed like someone had tried to pump the bilge or mm -hmm. whatever uh the words that you just said <laughs> so yeah so the de gratia crew found the mary celeste daily log in the mate's cabin and the final entry was dated 8 a.m on november 25th which was nine days before they found the ship and the log placed Mary Celeste just off Santa Maria Island in the Azores, nearly 400 nautical miles away from where it was when it was discovered. I don't know if that's a lot of distance to travel in nine days, if, like, they were intending to. I have no idea. But... I'm just amused because you call it Azores, I always called it the Azores. I, I have no idea how to pronounce that. <laughs> I don't know so. which is right. <laughs> one is the British way, one is the American. Yeah. There's probably an actual correct Portuguese way to There's say it. There's probably, yes, a more correct way to say that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, like, potentially they drifted, or the boat, I guess, could have drifted some of, if not all of, those 400 miles. Yeah, and I mean, I have no idea if that's a long distance or a short or distance or if it's average. Yeah. But if you've got no one really properly crewing, 
the boat. It's just going to go where the sea and the storm takes it. Yeah. And also, like, I guess potentially it it could kind of go back and forth if no one's steering. Like, it could kind of yeah. go all around. So that's interesting, too. Yeah. Because I don't know how far away from land. How far away from land do you have to be before you stop feeling the effects of the tide? <laughs> I have no idea. Like, a genuine question. Like, obviously, if you're just bobbing about sort of in shore, you're going to come and go yeah, with the tide. At what point out. do you stop coming and going with the tide? It must It must not be that far out. Like, No, I wouldn't think so, but... <laughs> probably less than, than like... Less than 400, 400 miles. miles. <laughs> I'd imagine. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So And, like, also, the fact that the, the log hadn't been updated for... Nine days seems mm. weird, all things considered. Uh, yeah. So the crew noticed that the inside of the ship's cabins were wet and that water had come into the cabins through doors and skylights. But overall, <sighs> they were in like decent, I think the term used a lot is reasonable condition, mm. which if... There's been a storm and the window like the windows are open or that some of the hatches are open, yeah. The water's gonna get in. I suppose it's a bit like the sort of the bilge water as well. If you're on a ship back in those days, you have to expect a certain amount of water. Yes. At any point at any time. Yes, I think that is fair. Boat, the boat's interior will be wet. Yeah. Like you are at the mercy of the giant bathtub in which you are sailing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and most of the ship's papers were missing, along with the captain's navigational tools. And the lifeboat. Still got the lifeboat missing. Um, and even though there was no prepared food found in the kitchen, there were plenty of ingredients in storage. So, like, they didn't run out of food or, like, supplies, I guess. Mm. Um, the cargo on the ship was a bunch of barrels of denatured alcohol. So, the cargo was still full of barrels of alcohol, but a few of them were empty. Um, and, yeah, all in all, it pretty much just looked like everybody on the ship got up, boarded the lifeboat, and just left the Mary Celeste there bobbing along in the ocean. Which could explain why, like, the papers are missing and the navigational tools. Yeah. If you've all abandoned ship, you're going to need something to find land. Yeah, exactly. But why would you not take the ship's logs with you? Yeah. Or is that, or maybe, maybe it was left there so that, like... Someone could see... Yeah. But then why not write, like, had to go, guys, take care of our boat, like... Yeah, true. Like, in the five minutes where you're gathering all your crap together? I don't know. Like, mm. it's a, it's so weird. Yeah. Why? Yeah. So, what the hell happened on the Mary Celeste, and where did her crew go? Mm. Uh, spoiler alert, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a little background on the ship first. 
the Mary Celeste was captained by Captain Benjamin Briggs, and he handpicked a crew of seven to sail with him from New York to Genoa, Italy, uh, beginning on November 7th, 1872. And, like, this isn't a super small ship, so seven seems like Mm. not that many, but I guess if they were efficient. Yeah, and his family were on board as well, weren't they? So He brought along his wife and his daughter as well. So I guess maybe... That's still not many. That's still only 10 people. Yeah, it's not a lot of people. Um, But you say it's not a small boat. It's also not a massive boat. Like, when we think of, like, ocean liners. No, it's not like that. Yeah. It's a... There's a a boat word for it that I didn't write down, and now I'm regretting it. Like, brigger, brigate, or something. It was an American merchant brigantine. Argentine, a two-masted sailing vessel. Yeah, so it's not small, but it's not massive. Yeah, and like we said, the the Mary Celeste had a cargo hold full of denatured alcohol. That's what they were bringing to Genoa, Italy. Um, so there's your background, basically. What is denatured alcohol? Oh, I hoped you wouldn't ask me that. <laughs> Because you didn't research it. Like, I kind of have an idea. I think denatured alcohol is ethanol that has additives to make it poisonous, bad tasting, foul smelling, or nauseating to discourage its recreational consumption. It's rubbing alcohol. I knew it was I knew it was bad to drink it. I just couldn't remember why. Yeah. So like really strong, really nasty alcohol, basically. Um so there's the background. As you might imagine, there are lots of theories about this one floating around out there. Um not gonna go into super heavy detail about all of them certainly, and not going to touch on all of them. But we, I, we, (laughs) I have pulled out uh, some of the best theories, I think. So, first, we have mutiny. Uh, Now, some think that the crew decided to drink some of the alcohol in the hold, and then in their drunk somehow not dead, but drunk wisdom, they decided to overthrow Captain Briggs and take the ship for themselves. Um, sure. But there were no signs of violence on the ship. And also, <clears throat> if they went through all this trouble to commandeer the ship from the captain, why would they then abandon it? Yeah, that's the thing, like, they could commandeer it. They could, like, put him and his family in the lifeboat and be like, mm-hmm. "Off you go." You know, good luck. Yeah. See ya. See if you make it to land. But then, why would they then abandon? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And like, you would think if a bunch of drunken sailors are stomping around, overthrowing the captain, there would be some kind of evidence of it on the ship. 
so next up we have pirates. Uh, some people think that pirates boarded and raided the ship and then presumably disposed of everyone who was on the ship in some way, shape, or form. Yep. Overboard. Yep. Um, but no valuables were missing from the ship. Like, there was even a sword, like a sheathed sword left in the captain's quarters. Like, mm -hmm. so that's kind of strange. Um, and this theory or kind of theories related to pirates or some sort of like outsider coming onto the ship and taking over were popularized by a story written by a very young Arthur Conan Doyle, who at the time was a ship's surgeon assistant or something. Yeah. Um, and so he wrote a story called I'm going to try to pronounce this correctly. J. Hab Habakkuk's Habakkuk. Habakkuk Jeffson's statement. Uh, and the story fictionalized the events of the Mary Celeste's desertion. Uh, and in his story, there's like, uh, it's racist. I'm going to put that out there from what I can gather. <laughs> basically it's like a former slave who has a i think the wording was a vendetta against the white race i mean fair yeah fair, fair. uh like has planted sort of like sleeper agents within the passengers because it the, he turned it into a passenger ship and then they work together to like take over the boat basically mm. so a little bit different but kind of similar and yeah. in the story he renamed the ship the marie celeste which has become so common uh that people commonly use marie instead of mary to refer to the ship well, i don't know if you've noticed i say marie instead of mary I thought that was just the accent. No, your accent is Mary. Mary, yeah. 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 But mine, it would be Mary. Oh, it should be. You're I should right. say it Mary Celeste. Mary. But I've always known it as Mary. Okay. Mary Celeste, like Marie Curie. That oh, pronunciation Marie. Yeah, of Mary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. See, there you go. See, that's how enduring it is in the in the popular culture, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, so... That's the sort of pirate uh, outsider theory, which I don't but, think is that. Like you say, there's no valuables have been stolen. The maybe it's just me because I'm really greedy. If I was gonna like raid a ship, steal all the valuables, and kill the the crew, I'd take their food as well. I take the. You're food. a pirate. I take the ship. I, like, in theory... That I means a lot of effort. Well, and also, I take the cargo. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not like you can just rock up at a port. You have to be selective. So you're going to have... You, you know, you take all the food you could. You take anything you could to bargain with. Yeah. 
You'd take something, basically. Yeah. Not just the people. That's what doesn't make any sense. Now, we all knew we're on the ocean. We all knew this was gonna <laughs> this was gonna show up somewhere. I present to you sea monsters and or aliens. So the Kraken. The crack yeah, see, there you go. Some people say the ship's crew was abducted by aliens. Or possibly they encountered something akin to like a Loch Ness type sea monster or a sea ness monster, if you will. I don't know why, but sea ness just sounds rude. It does, in a way, doesn't it? Sea <laughs> ness. Oh, God. <laughs> um, also, some sources I found say they were attacked by a giant squid. So, like... Giant squids always come up. Yeah, I think people are just really scared of them. It's the tentacles. Little suction cuppy guys. They are, they are kind of terrifying. I will say that. And, so, I was actually talking about this last week. So, it's... it's a known fact, we know more about the surface of the moon than we do about the ocean floor. Yeah. The ocean's terrifying. Like, there's... Like, inch, inshore, good. Ocean, scary. Very bad. Uh, there's probably aliens in the ocean. I'm just gonna put that out there right now. So. Mm. Um. There's so much that can't be explained in the ocean. Yeah. Everything. The, I mean, the Lost City of Atlantis is kicking about somewhere. It's in there. Maybe that's... Probably the Lost... The Lost City of Z is probably down there as well. <laughs> yeah. It's not in the... Was it Peruvian? It's not in the Amazon. It's not in the jungle. It's somewhere underwater. It's somewhere under there. You know, maybe that's that's where the Mary Celeste crew went. They're just like, oh, it's there. There's Atlantis. I'm just gonna... Yeah. We're just gonna take a trip. And they could magically breathe. Yeah. Obviously. Um, yeah. So, sea monsters, aliens, and obviously, like, the aliens wouldn't be interested in their valuables. They just want them for, like, some light probing, right? So, and, like, a giant squid just wants dinner. So that... Yeah. I, I, I see it. Well, like... I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, size comparisons of the sort of now extinct giant otters. I don't think so. Well, they're huge and they're terrifying. So I would not be shocked if there are, like, extra giant squids out there that we just don't know about. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Right. And so there's a the cute little tiny otter. Yeah. Like the ones at like otter rescue centers. Yeah. That is 12 kilos. The giant otter, 180 kilos. Yeah. The South American giant otter is 32. So, you know. Also, when you Google extinct giant otter, the first thing that came up Giant otter thought to be extinct in Argentina resurfaces. <gasps> Literally. No. Literally came up out of the water. Nope. 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 
It was the size of an size of a wolf. So one of the <laughs> one of the things that comes up is like who would win? A giant otter or a jaguar? <laughs> I think the otter at this at point. At this point, yeah. These that's a big that's a lot of weight behind them. So so what I'm saying is if that thing can exist. Like jumbo squids. Oh yeah, definitely. It's got to be some like massive, like predators in the sea that we've never found. Yeah. Which, um, yeah. So I'm not going in the ocean ever again. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. So now, obviously, if y'all know me, and if you're here, you know me well enough by now. Uh, sea monsters and aliens is clearly my favorite theory. But yeah, I think it's a sea monster of some description. Definitely. Was I don't think the kraken is real. No. There is some kind of giant sea squid somewhere. Oh, for sure. Like, it's just just biding his time. Waiting. Also, giant octopus, because octopies are the serial killers of the sea world. Ah, so there you go. So... Um, a few years ago at a sea life center aquarium somewhere in the UK, they noticed their crabs were disappearing and dying. Uh huh. Like some were dying, some were disappearing. Some they were like finding them. Like the shells were cracked and there was bits, oh. like pincers ripped off. Like proper like bludgeoned of it. Just like the shells have been smacked oh, and cracked. Oh, like seriously, someone had gone at them. Yeah, and they couldn't figure out what was happening, but it kept happening. So they set up webcams <laughs> overnight, and it was the octopies were going from their tanks because octopies can survive out of water for a short period of time, yeah. and they just can squeeze through like the tiniest. Oh, they can gaps. squeeze through anything. It's terrifying. Their their tanks didn't have lids on. Like in a lot of aquariums, they don't have lids because yeah. oh, they can't jump out. Yeah. But they can like climb out. Sucker their way out. Yeah, so the octopi were cli- basically just roaming the aquarium at night. Fucking they were, They were feasting on what they wanted to feast on, but they were just murdering these crabs, but they weren't eating them. They were just killing them for sport. Oh my god. And octopi are in- like They're highly intelligent. Yeah. And that because of that, they get bored really easily. So you have to do shit tons of enrichment oh my in aquariums. God. Or they will go and murder other fish because they're bored. Fucking hell, they are like the Patrick Batemans of the ocean. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm going to do. So the gremlin has a degree in marine biology. So I'm going to go away after we record this. And I'm going to ask her about the jumbo squid. And see what she says. Because, mm-hmm. like, I bet you. I bet you they're out there. Yeah. I think it was a giant octopus, yeah. personally. Yeah. Rather than a squid. One but... extra leg, more carnage. Mm. So, I, I'm with you there. I see it. Mm. So, obviously, this is our most popular theory. Um, but, just to throw a little octopus wrench monkey wrench in the works um 
Why would the aliens and sea monsters force the crew onto a lifeboat just to then abduct and or destroy or eat them? There are questions, but obviously that's probably what happened. It's like sea monsters. It's a giant octopus. Yeah. Uh, now, we have to talk about some of the other theories just for, like, fairness. <sighs> Fine. Yeah. So, next we come to natural disaster. Now, some might say this theory might sound more plausible. Pshaw, I say to you, sir or madam. Um, so some people think that the crew encountered a water spout that forced them off the ship, which might sound like sort of a small, cute, casual thing, but apparently water spouts are basically sea tornadoes, which mm -hmm. does sound terrifying. Um, and the water spout could have caused some damage to the ship, which then maybe caused the captain to order everyone to leave. However, the ship was still seaworthy, and Captain Briggs was experienced, so he should have known that. Um, and it was so seaworthy, in fact, that Captain Morehouse split his crew in half and half sailed the Mary Celeste to Gibraltar with the De Gratia so he could claim the salvage rights on the Mary Celeste's cargo. So it made it to Gibraltar just fine. Also, right, okay, so we've got a, a sea tornado. Mm -hmm. Why would you go from... A sturdy boat. Yeah, on from a, a boat the size of the Mary Celeste to a lifeboat. That is a good question. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, like a lifeboat isn't going to... If if you screwed on a, what was it, a brigantine? A brigantine. A br if, yeah, if you're on a brigantine-sized boat, and if that's, you know, if you're, you're worried on that, you're not going to get into a lifeboat, are That's you? true. Um, yeah, really, the only reason you should be getting into the lifeboat if, is if the, the big ship isn't seaworthy anymore. Um, so, questions there. Uh, now, the final one we're going to cover is uh, a really popular theory more recently. Some scientists have been talking about this one. Um, alcohol explosion. Mm -hmm. So, uh, which is not just like the name of the bar down the street. What we're talking about here, <laughs> you know, the college bar. <laughs> um. <laughs> So the ship, as we said, was carrying a cargo of denatured alcohol. So like pure rubbing alcohol, more or less, which, if you might imagine, can easily explode if exposed to mm -hmm. a flame, even a small one. I'm going to say even heat. heat yeah. That, any kind of like that state catalyst, just like, yeah, you know flint a spark any like anything um and once it does explode it doesn't leave much evidence behind which i think is because it's like su a, such a pure alcohol yeah um now some believe that the fumes from the alcohol or perhaps a series of small explosions 
forced the crew to abandon the ship in an attempt to like wait out the explosions or really bad fumes on the lifeboat. And the theory goes that like they tethered the life lifeboat to the ship and were just kind of like being dragged along watching as there were like little tiny <laughs> explosions, I guess. And then once they deemed it safe, they would eventually get back on the ship. And then the theory goes that somewhere along the way, the lifeboat became untethered and was then lost in the rough seas along with its passengers. So. I mean, if you're going to be logical about this. <laughs> but, so, like, so the, the hatches were, two of the hatches were open and one was shut. Yeah. So the, the yeah, so some people think this theory makes sense because they say an explosion would have blown open the ship's hatch. But two of them were open, but the main one, which I assume it would be like the one leading to the hold or, or like more likely, mm. I don't know. Um, that one was like shut and like secured, locked, some something like that. So but there's no damage to the ship itself, really, no. is there? Other than like the rigging. Yeah. And the yeah, sails. it's like so <sighs> unless they were expecting that the whole lot was gonna go up. Yes. In which case if the whole lot was gonna go up, you wouldn't want to be tethered to no, it. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> you would think so. So if it was just a few barrels that aren't doing any damage, then why you wouldn't abandon ship yeah. and if you thought it was the whole fucking lot was gonna go you'd abandon ship and you'd be rowing in the other direction as fast as you could yeah so i guess i mean like and that could be what happened and then just the lifeboat hit rough water mm. and yeah and and it didn't explode as they expected it yeah. to but... yeah um yeah now some people also say that the empty barrels that were found in the hold uh, point to possible leaks in the barrels that could have released either like fumes or alcohol into the ship, which then would make it like a better environment for explosions or fires or something. See, I've heard that theory, but rather than it causing an explosion, is that the fumes would have, you know, caused some sort of like drunken state. Ah, uh, yeah. Or intoxicated state. Mm -hmm. Um, I've not heard the explosion theory. Yeah, I think but. it's newer. Like, it seemed to be a lot of stuff in the last few years about it. So, but yeah, I've also seen, I forgot to put it in here, but I have seen the that theory of, like, the alcohol kind of made everyone on board delirious into making this decision to just leave. Yeah. So, I can see that, too. Yeah. But we know it's a giant. We know what happened. Like, we'll probably never know what happened to the Mary Celeste or her doomed crew. But I do think we can all agree that it was definitely the jumbo octopus and the aliens 
working together to steal some alcohol from the ship's hold to throw the most banging rager ever held under the sea. Well, yeah, because, like, so denatured alcohol would kill us if we started yeah. drinking it. But maybe, maybe that's, like, the aliens, like, party juice. That's what they drink at Alcohol Explosion. <laughs> at the underwater the, college the bar. The underwater college bar. That's it. That's all there is to say. You know how a few weeks ago you wanted to remake um, the film about the flannel... Lannan Isles with the Blue Men of the Minch. The Blue Men of the Minch with Blue Men. Is this going to be the follow-up? Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alcohol explosion. (laughs) Yes. Look, I think, I think I have found my calling. Satirical sea thrillers. Uh, Yeah, now we just need to write them fund them and get them made uh i'd like the lowest possible production value that you have (laughs) like third grader with a camcorder level that's what i want (laughs) so basically we're going out into the ocean no like into someone's pool with an iphone (laughs) on a selfie stick That's the level we're going for. Not even that. Find me your shittiest point-and-shoot camera in a waterproof housing. (laughs) That's what I want. Uh, And if you'd like to become a patron and fund (coughs) these fantastic pieces of art that we're going to make, you could get yourself listed as a producer in the credits. (laughs) gonna just help us make it happen guys is what i'm saying (laughs) you know you want to see the giant octopus made out of construction paper hang out with the aliens at alcohol explosion oh dear please let us know what you think caused the uh marie celeste to be abandoned because taylor has lost her mind and can't do her closer today um and we will be back tomorrow yes yeah with another story i can't remember what's happening tomorrow uh the one we just recorded before this yes oh yeah my story yeah tomorrow i'm gonna tell you all a lovely spooky campfire story yeah. that's not really spooky but yeah we both really like yeah, it so it was a good one not not as fanciful uh in the theories as this one but some some fun was no, had. T- no, it doesn't involve aliens, no. doesn't mine? Giant octopus, but no. you know. But uh, it's a good one. So so do come back for that. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, as they say, uh, we'll be here all week. Literally, 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 <laughs> we will be here all week. So yeah. keep checking back. If you're not subscribed, this is maybe a good time to do it. So you get pinged every fucking morning. Uh, just like, hey, it's us again, your neighborhood crazies. What is up, my dudes? <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah. So we will see you tomorrow morning. Yeah, thanks, guys. Bright and early. Aren't you glad? I'll see you then. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.